if I get, if I never, if I never get to the grass in Wisconsin, if I never step on the grass in Wisconsin, I would never regret, regret one moment of what I've done with CrossFit. Not one moment. Thank you for listening to the Better Than Yesterday podcast hosted by Star Strength and Conditioning. We believe that by creating positive habits in sleep, mindset, nutrition, relationships, movement, mobility, and training, you have the ability to become better than yesterday. Hello everyone, Paul here from Stark and today I have Ray Bissonette here with me. Ray has been in the CrossFit community for around eight years now and uh, last week we did a podcast with his wife Linnell and I thought who better to follow that one up with than her husband. So um, I know they've both had some different experiences through CrossFit and training, both had different goals, different journeys. So I thought, you know what, we got to talk to both of them and uh, I'm really happy we did. Hopefully you guys love this uh, podcast as much as I loved sitting down and chatting with Ray. Um, he's had some great experiences along the way and uh, that's one thing that he's really been focusing on is the journey rather than the destination. So sit back, enjoy this episode and let us know what you think. Hello everyone, Paul here from Stark, and I am sitting here across from Mr. Ray Bissonnette. Do you, do I have to say that with a French accent, Bissonnette? Uh, if you can, that wasn't yeah. a very good French accent. No. Okay. How do you say it then? <laughs> Raymond Bissonnette. Say it again. Raymond Bissonnette. That's hot. I like it. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> very good. So uh, I'll work on that later. But uh, how not are you while doing, I'm Ray? Around. <laughs> yeah, not while you're here. <laughs> So how are you doing, Ray? I'm doing excellent. Thanks, Paul. Yeah. How, uh, we, were, we were just talking a little bit about uh, the excitement with the COVID-19 stuff. Do you want to chat a bit about that? If you want, yeah. Yeah. It's, yeah, it frustrates me a little bit when I see what's going on, and it just doesn't seem like the rules are fair across the, across the field. It's a little, little frustrating, but, you know, I think uh, in the long run, everything is for the betterment of, of us and of humanity. And of humanity. <laughs> well, humanity, and you know, uh, the yeah. last thing I'd ever want to do is give it to somebody who can't fight it. Yeah, no, definitely. Um, you were talking about, uh, you know, while well, we were talking about gyms being shut down and, and how this, you know, really sucks and, you know, what's, what else were you saying about like, you know, shopping and all that kind of stuff? Yeah, it just, you know, it just doesn't seem like, you know, I, I'm, now restaurants are sort of open and people can, uh, Go and go and eat in patios and washrooms, and but the gyms aren't open. And I'm thinking, you know, well, I'd be more comfortable knowing the people that I train with and being able to go there than sitting in a patio in a restaurant that uh, the people around me I don't know whether they care, whether you know, what where they've been. Yeah. So that 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 sort of concerns me. Yeah. So I just don't go eat at restaurants. <laughs> <laughs> Takeout only. Exactly. No, it's, yeah, it is a little frustrating too, especially if you can maintain like social distancing. I know there's some professions that are open that, you know, you, there's absolutely no way to, to maintain social distancing, but you know, in the gym here in this type of setting, the, the kind of training that we do, you're really able to stay further away from people and, you know, be conscious of what you're using and clean it properly and all that kind of stuff. And I think the people that are wanting to come back and ready and willing to come back are going to do their part to keep everyone safe and, you know, help the, help the gyms out that are, you know, shut down and stuff like that. Well, yeah. And I think too, like, um, as long as you're screening yourself before you come and you're, you're feeling okay, I don't think anybody would purposely, if they don't feel well, come because they know the ramifications of that is, you know, 
they'd wreck it for everybody because yeah. that would be it. So, you know, um, I think most people would just do what they need to do. And I'm a little biased because I hate working out at home. <laughs> so I, I just can't wait to get back to the gym. That's, yeah. 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 <laughs> so let's, so let's go from there and start talking about maybe when you were, when you were younger, were you pretty active when you were younger? Uh, yeah, I w- played baseball when I was a kid, uh, pretty good in hockey. Um, my family was, my brother, my older brother was very good in hockey too. Uh, yeah, grew up, grew up in Kenora, which is a hockey town. So yeah. that you played hockey, that's what you did. <laughs> um, always, and, and, you know, growing up, uh, pretty much, I wasn't a great athlete. I was a good athlete. Um, if I did something, I did something very, I wouldn't say very well, but I, I could, I was competent in anything I did, whether, you know, whether it was a picking up a basketball or, or that the only thing I wasn't good at was running. I (laughs) just hated track and field was never my thing. Uh, I did a couple long, uh, when I was a kid, uh, long, uh, marathons, but, uh, other than that, yeah, track and field was just not my, not my game. No, (laughs) no. So were you, were you super competitive back then too? Um, yeah, probably way more competitive back then than uh, I am now. Really? Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I I did not like to lose, and I would I would actually have a fit. You know, um, okay. not yeah. I would do. Uh, I can remember one time in high jump, and again, I was not a very good athlete. I tore all the muscles in my abdomen trying to get over a bar because I probably tried to jump high jump this bar. <laughs> way too many times and yeah. just never and finally yeah I tore I tore all the muscles uh, in in below my abdomen trying to trying to do that just because of stubbornness and I that's one thing I am very very stubborn that's like going into extension on the GHD over and over and over again right like yeah. That, yeah yeah and not being able to get the extension <laughs> yeah you know till finally something lets go yeah. yeah yeah so were you were you a pretty rigid individual back then like I know you know, when you, when you started at Stark 1.0, like eight years ago, you were, you were a pretty stiff guy. Like, yeah, when you were I, younger. I, yeah. I, I would never really worked on flexibility. I, no. I can remember even as, as a kid in, in school and kids would cross their legs to, you know, you'd be sitting in a circle. I couldn't do it <laughs> or, or I didn't do it for very long. Cause I just never, yeah, I never really? stretched at all. Yeah. Throughout my, until the last six to eight years, yeah. I really, yeah, I really didn't stretch much. <laughs> I'm, I'm picturing you in kindergarten story time, legs are straight and you're like leaning back cause you just can't sit up. It's pretty much like that. <laughs> oh, so, so in, in school, did you play sports and stuff like that too? Like, was there a lot of that stuff or was it mostly just the hockey and baseball? Yeah. You know, uh, growing up in the, like in, uh, elementary and that it was, um, uh, you know, recess and stuff like that. When we got into junior high school, it was more basketball, volleyball. So played those things, uh, for the school teams. And then in high school, uh, and then throughout the whole time playing hockey also, hockey in the wintertime and then baseball in the summer. Okay. And then uh, it got more like hockey, high school hockey was more the thing when, when I got to high school and I played football a couple of years, uh, linebacker in football. And then, uh, yeah, never played basketball, like formal basketball in high school or stuff like that. You just, you know, it just, uh, just better people. Yeah. Than me. Yeah. So, <laughs> so hockey was, hockey was sort of my things. Yeah. So with, with those sports, were you putting in a lot of extra time and skill work and stuff like that? Or was it just like, you know, 
general practices and games. That's it. Absolutely not. I didn't put any <laughs> extra time back then. No, no. Okay. Uh, you know what? Um, yeah. the The only thing, the only thing, you know, hockey was practices. Uh, I never, you know, we play street hockey and that, but I never, barely ever remember trying to go and practice my skills. As you know, I see some kids shooting a puck, like my brother. Yeah, he would shoot a puck against that our our garage door all day if he could. You know, yeah. when we were growing up, me, I. Couldn't be bothered. No, okay. no, I would be going. Oh, there's a butterfly. Yeah, <laughs> the way I'd go. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so, what did? Um, how did that change? So, as you were as you were growing up, you get out of high school and stuff like that. What uh, What took your attention for athletics then? Um, I can remember in hockey. I can remember when I was probably about uh, well, 14, 14 years old. I worked on a milk truck. Uh, we, I delivered milk with, uh, with a guy from, uh, Kenora and we went to Nestor Falls. That was our run every second day. Okay. We used to get up at four thirty in the morning <laughs> and we didn't get home till 11 o'clock at night. Wow. Yeah. And so, uh, on our day off, uh, he, he was very up there in judo. Okay. Uh, so they were lifting weights. He was lifting weights and he invited me to come and lift weights with him. I fell absolutely in love with lifting weights, like absolutely the first time I picked up a bar, yeah. I, yeah, I just absolutely loved the feeling of lifting weights. So, uh, started doing that. And then, you know, and that was off and on. I can remember my dad had a little set, little plastic, those plastic weight sets. The York you know, ones, the yeah, golden Yorks. Yeah. Yeah. In the basement and, you know, in the, our, our basement, uh, probably the height of our basement was maybe six feet yeah. with that. So, you know, you couldn't do really anything overhead and them. but I can remember consistently, uh, when I was probably 15, going down there pretty much every day. Yeah. Uh, every day when we weren't going on the milk run and then in the wintertime pretty much always going down there and doing that and uh, seeing the results after about, you know, after about uh, five or six months. Okay. And then I can remember uh, we probably, I was about 16 or 17, I'd started lifting weights quite a bit and I can remember in the hockey dressing room one day I was tying up my skates and one of the guys went, holy shit. What, what, what are you doing with your arms? So, you know, and that just sort of fueled more of, of yeah, okay, I think I've, I think I've found something here that I can, uh, that I love to do. And I love, yeah. like, I just love training. Yeah. <laughs> and that's something that you've, you've kept up too. Like you, so when was it that you went into bodybuilding? Uh, probably when I was about 18, 17 or 18, I'd, I'd started lifting, like now more, more gyms were opening in Kenora. There was a couple gyms in Kenora. Okay. So yeah. So I started probably lifting around then, uh, a little more seriously in that bodybuilding really got in. I got into bodybuilding when I moved to, uh, Winnipeg, probably, I think I was about 23, 22, 23 years old, 24. Okay. And then I, then I go actually Gold's gym on St. James is the first gym that I, that yeah. I went to and, and I lifted there. And that's, I think, you know what? Um, I lift, I, I bodybuilded for probably about 10, until I was about 30, uh, 30, that'd be, no, probably about 28 years old. I, okay. uh, competitively tried to, tried to compete in bodybuilding. Okay. Wasn't really, really great at it. Uh, the body, like hated the dieting part. Yeah. And yeah. Yeah. Hated the dieting part. Loved to train. Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you could, you know, just love to train. And then, um, and, but I'm very, even back then, like when I was doing that, I was very strict in everything I did. I wouldn't go out. I ate very strictly when I was getting ready to compete. 
And I can just remember one time after finishing, uh, looking back and going and thinking of all the things I've missed because I was so regimental because I wouldn't go do this because I had to go train and I was so strict on that stuff. Mm -hmm. And, and then that sort of, when I started CrossFit, I was still sort of in the gym, like I was lifting, but I wasn't, you know, just lifting. Yeah. You were and, doing CrossFit and the, right. and the well, weight I was training. Doing, yep. Yeah. I was just going, I was just going to a global gym lifting yep. until Linnell told me about this thing called, called, uh, Stark. creative conditioning, <laughs> creative conditioning. conditioning back That's then, right. Yeah. yeah. Creative conditioning. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, so, you know, um, when I started, when I, when I started that and, and I'm probably getting ahead of myself here, uh, all of a sudden, I, I realized that I was starting to do the same thing I did when I was bodybuilding. Yep. I was starting to become very, like, I, I become very focused. You can't, you can't change my mind about something. You can't, you know, I just, I just I'm going to go this way. This is the path. And yeah. hell or high water. And I started to remember what happened, or not what happened, but how it was with the bodybuilding. And I said, well, that's, I'm not going to do that anymore. I, I got I to gotta relax. Okay. So... Yeah. So with the bodybuilding, I know that's like you have to be strict if you if you want to get up on stage in a in a speedo and look good and, and flex like you you need to have that dieting portion like dialed in otherwise things aren't going to be popping the way they should. Mm-hmm. Um, so do you feel like doing that or you know sacrificing things? We'll call it sacrificing, but sacrificing things to be able to to be competitive in bodybuilding. Do you feel like you lost out on a lot or no? Yeah, I, I, well, I feel like, you know what, I, I don't think I had to go to the extreme that I did mm-hmm. to to accomplish what I did. Yeah. I, I think, yeah, I think I could have smelt the, like, you know, um, I never I never enjoyed the journey. Okay. And then when the journey was over, when you'd sit there at the finish, at the finish line on the stage, because I never enjoyed the journey, it's over and you don't know what's next. Yeah. And, and you, you, because you did that, I think you, it's never enough. Yeah. Right. Because once you, once you get to that goal and once you finish that goal or you achieve that goal, then you have to have a plan for after that goal. Yeah. Because if you don't, yeah. uh, you're going to, you're going to crash really hard because you're going to find it's very empty. Yeah. Yeah. So how many, how many shows did you do competitively? Uh, I, I didn't do that many. I did, uh, I did one in Thunder Bay when I first started. That was really bad. And then uh, didn't know nothing. Your, about your nothing. first your first time's always the worst. <laughs> Doesn't matter what you're doing. Yeah. Then uh, did the novice and uh, did Mr. Manitoba. I, th- I think twice. I think then did Mr. Manitoba twice. And then I did uh, one competition down in South Dakota. Okay. Uh, yeah. And then yeah, I just I just after like I say I you. I put my heart and soul into one, into one Mr. Manitoba. And after that, I thought, I'm, I just, you know what? I love the training, yeah. but I just don't want to do this anymore. I don't want to go this like this anymore. And so did you have a coach during that time helping you out with whether it's posing or your programming or the diet part? Yeah. A few people, Barry Crawford, um, and Les Berthelet helped me out a lot, uh, okay. during, during that time. Two guys probably if you're really old and you went to the gym you'll you'll know those names but if you if you're young and you just go to the gym now you probably won't know who those people are yeah uh very accomplished bodybuilders in manitoba uh cool. in their time okay a lot of respect for them two guys okay 
I remember you telling me a story about you going for a walk. Uh, you were like dieting for a show and you were going for a walk and you walked by a donut. <laughs> no. Okay. Uh, so you want me to tell yeah, that story? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go okay. for it. So again, like I said, I'm, I was very, very um, <laughs> stubborn and strict. Yeah, strict in how I did things. So uh, my job at the time, I was working for a school division, so I worked 4 to 12. And I lived on a, in a house with some guys um, on the south side of Portage in, on Arlington. So when I got off work, I got off work at 11, I would take the bus down all the way down past Sturgeon Road. Uh, there used to be a GM dealership just past there, and I'd get off the bus there. And I would walk back. And the reason I would do that is because there was no buses after that. I had to walk back. There was no way other way getting home, but didn't know to walk. I was forced to walk it. So one time, and like, and you got to, I'm, I'm dieting, right? Like I'm, I'm dieting pretty hard. So I can remember walking and I think I got, I was going past the Cinnaboyne uh, Park, the, the zoo there, uh, somewhere around there. And I can remember I was eating a donut. Like I was actually like, I was actually eating a donut, and then I, then all of a sudden I sort of woke up and realized I wasn't eating a donut. <laughs> I was still walking down the sidewalk, and my mouth was actually chewing, chewing and salivating. As and I, I literally, I swear to God, I, I had a donut. I was <laughs> eating a donut. But you know, at that time, I was dieting so hard that I would eat a, a can of tuna without without anything on it I just open the can and I'll drink the juice and it tasted really good like like yeah the, you know it's <laughs> that's you know and that's like I say and that's that's like and probably there's a lot of people that are way more accomplished in bodybuilding uh that might hear this and go well you don't have to do that and that's why I was so stupid <laughs> when I do because that that's the part that I thought that I had to suffer right I yeah. I would think that if I suffer the harder I suffered the better things would get or yeah. the better I would be if I suffered harder. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> not, not always the case in, in training. I know nope. with, um, and my, my brother would probably be someone better to, to answer this, this question or uh, comment, but, uh, anytime I've seen him getting ready for a show or anything like that, or his girlfriend, Natalie, like they're just super strict. Like we'll mm -hmm. all be eating like, uh, you know, whether it's Christmas dinner or whatever. And if they're, they've got a show coming up, it's like, you know, they're, they're not having that. They're having their rice and chicken and green beans or whatever it is. Yeah. And it's, you know, it's, uh, it's tough. Like everyone says the dieting part is the hardest, the training part's the fun part, yeah. but, um, what's, what are your thoughts on how healthy that is for you, like mentally and physically um, going that hard to be able to get on stage and be at, you know, peak levels? Well, it's not about health at that point. Right? <laughs> you know, if eating donuts, if eating, if eating imaginary high donuts, fat, yeah, if he, yeah or, or Krispy Kremes or whatever got you ripped and, and big, that's what, that's what you'd be eating, right? You yeah. know, like it, at that point, it, it's not about, it's not about healthy. I don't, I think if you're, if you're under 9% body fat, you're starting to, like you, you really need to <laughs> have a donut. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think you're, you're starting to get close to, to somewhere where you need to you need to start eating more or, or eating fats or something like that. Cause yeah, I, I, there, there was nothing healthy about that. Like nothing, even the, you know, even the carb loading and, and everything, getting ready for the competition, uh, carb depletion and all that, uh, yeah. that, that, you know, eating zero carbs for three days, like just protein. It, yeah, it, it does funny things to your mind. Too, oh, you, I was just going to ask that. The sugar, when you yeah. cut off all sugars to your mind, yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah, the brain needs glycogen. Yeah. Um, so how did you how did you feel post competition then? So each time you got up on stage and and you know did a show, you know you get to that finish line for that show. How did you feel like mentally after that? Empty. Um, yeah. yeah, you know, like bodybuilding's not uh, not so much like CrossFit. Bodybuilding's more an individual thing. Yeah. Um, you know, you might have your trainers and stuff like that, and the people you train with, but when it comes down to it, um, you know, the dieting, uh, the eat, the not eating, you're alone, it, yeah. you know? So I, there was never once that I, that I, I got off the stage or, or, or did it and then said, yeah, you know what? I want to do this again. It, every time I got off, I didn't want to do it again. But then after, you know, um, a couple months, three months, you start to forget the, what happened. And then, you know, you start thinking about maybe you'll, you'll do something else. But I never, I would never, uh, when I quit bodybuilding, I love training. That, that's the thing. Like, I, I absolutely will train anytime, yeah. you know. And, and I'm talking about CrossFit or, you know, picking up a weight. I, I just love doing that. Competition for me is not as important. It never was important back then. It just seemed no. like something to do to, you know, to do it. Uh, but it's the train For me, the, the, the drug is the training. Yeah. 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 All right, so let's let's start talking about that. So your your transition from the bodybuilding kind of world into more of the the CrossFit side of things. What what was your take on it when you started? You mean your fairy little fairy workouts? <laughs> fairy, <laughs> your, I'll come try your fairy little dance class. Is what I what I heard. Yeah, yeah. did Linnell talk about it? I know uh, you talked with Linnell. So did she talk anything about that or how? Yeah. How so. She- so we did a podcast with Linnell last week, which is going up right away. But I was I was hoping you were going to come in here and not try to like amrap the shit out of this and like <laughs> maybe say twice as many words as her in the same amount of time or go twice as long. So, but um, yeah, we did we did touch on it a little bit. But I said like we won't talk about Ray too much because I said I you've both had some very different experiences going through it. Like even though you're, you know, married and you live together and sometimes train together and stuff. Um, we'll touch on that too, but, uh, (laughs) just, uh, yeah, I said, I wanted to hear like separate stories because for both of you, it's, it's different. You have different goals and stuff. So, and you started from a different place than she did. So, yeah. Um, yeah, no, I I was training at a global gym, uh, and, uh, she, (laughs) It's just so funny. Uh, and I was getting bored. Like, you know, I was, I was training still, but I was getting really bored. And she started telling me about this, uh, w- these workouts that she started doing. And, and there was almost like, uh, I don't know what you call them when you guys go to a park before. What was that? Like boot camp or boot whatever. Camp, yeah. Thank you. Yeah. So boot camp, these boot camp workouts and this guy named Paul Dick. And, and you know, he's, he's a triathlon and he runs and he's really strong and all this stuff. And Not I really was, strong. No. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, you were. Yeah, you were. So, uh, and in all this stuff and, you know, and she was saying you should go. And, and, uh, at the time a friend of mine was going, going at the, there and, uh, he, he said something to me. He said, you should come and try this out. He says, I think you'll really like it. He was from a global gym before too. And that's how actually how I knew Dennis. So, uh, so I said to him, well, I guess I'll, I'll go try one of these fairy little workouts out. <laughs> and he mentioned that. And I could, I almost died when he mentioned that in the class to you. <laughs> yeah. hey, hey, this is the guy that says these are workouts or fairy workouts. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, so I remember, uh, I barely remember anything that happened that day, except, uh, that your your warm up almost killed me. <laughs> I, 
I was ready. To, I was ready to leave when you, after we finished the warm up. I yeah. was. I was pretty much done. Uh, but you know what? I walked out of there thinking, yeah, you know what? This this told me how bad I thought I was in pretty good shape going to the, just going to a global gym and, and doing that. Yeah. And that told me that showed me how bad a shape I was in. Like I was I was in it's, bad shape. It's well, it's a different kind of shape. Like you know, bodybuilders are are usually pretty strong. Um, right. But yeah, it's when you're doing different compound movements over and over again or running and throwing that in there and stuff like usually they don't do too great with that. No, no. Your central nervous system also tells you it's time to shut down (laughs) after the warm up. (laughs) So what, so what got you coming back then? Like, you know, you, you saw that it was, it was obviously different than what you were doing and I know you were looking for a change, but what, you know, what made you motivated? The challenge, you know what, uh. I started to see things like so many things that I never like, like I can remember when we first did overhead squats and I couldn't even hold a PVC over my head and sit to a bench and going, why can't I do this? Like, and then, and then going home and looking at and watching Olympic lifters and and they're doing this stuff and they're going like, how can they do this? Like, it's impossible. You know, um, I, I can still remember the biggest accomplishment I've ever had in CrossFit. Like, I don't care what I do now, uh, in the future or, past is when I finally ran around that block when we were doing a workout that that to me was then I was hooked like you know that took about I think that took about three weeks three weeks to a month so you mean like the 200 meter or the 800 meter loop the, or what whatever that I think it was 400 when we went around the block remember from the so around the boulevard is 200 and then when we would run down the street to the end and then back and around that's 800 okay so it was so, the 800 okay so it yeah. Was the, yeah I and I can still remember uh doing that workout and finally getting around that block without having to walk at the back end so nobody yeah. could see me yeah. around down by Roach. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> down Roach. That was 800, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And then when the, it was funny too because there was that little uh, back back lane yeah. and you used to, I remember you used to stand there so when <laughs> I'd hit that end of that fence, I'd run so I'd run across the back lane so you'd think I'm running <laughs> then I'd walk again until <laughs> the next street. <laughs> wow. But uh, yeah, uh, I can, like, you know, uh, that... That was the biggest when I and I was hooked when I yeah. when I finally when I finally did that um, I knew I was hooked and yeah there was a lot of things that I couldn't do I couldn't do double unders I couldn't you know um, when I think of some of the things you know that uh, today are I don't even think about I can, I can remember snatching and, and just thinking oh if I could just snatch ninety five <laughs> if I could just snatch ninety five you yeah. know and yeah it, it's funny how time if you just put in the effort and. You can't look at the short goals. You got to look. You know, it, it's putting in. It's putting in time that yeah. that creates things. Yeah. Well, and you've been at it now for like eight years. Is pretty much when you started eight years ago. Yeah. So, um, what's what's kept you motivated all this time? Because I know, like, so we'll, we'll talk about some different stuff, like you know where you've ended up, like on the sort of world stage in regards to master's competition for CrossFit and even competing in master's weightlifting, which is a huge accomplishment. Mm-hmm. But over the years, what, what has kept you going? And I know like you've, you've been training at different gyms and stuff like that. You've all been learning from different people, which is always great. Um, what's, what's kept you going and kept you motivated? You know what? I, I think, uh, a big, a big part of it is Linnell, um, that we, we share the same passion for this. Uh, so we feed off each other. 
on on this. Um, my family, like like Samara and, and Linnell, have been nothing but supportive with everything that I've all of a sudden decided that hey, you know what, I'm going to do this, or you know, there's never been a there's never been like, and you got to understand, like I uh, I do a lot in the gym, but I do a lot at home too. I, I when I don't have a skill that I need to do, uh, I figure out how to try to practice it at home and then I start practicing it at home especially if I want it like if I want that skill and I, there has never been there has never been a time in the eight years that uh, we've both been doing CrossFit that uh, me or her has said no you can't go to the gym today or no you you know what I don't want you doing that mm-hmm. and that and I think that's a big factor also is the the friendships that you make uh, the people um I don't think there, it's just a different breed. Everybody wants to see you succeed for the most part in, uh, except, you know, with competition, but it's friendly. Like, you know, <laughs> yeah. you don't want to see a person lift more than you in the competition. But, you know, uh, I've never, I've never asked anybody anything or, or asked for a tip from anybody uh, and been stonewalled, yeah. you know, or, or that they won't want to, they don't want to help you. Right. And I think that's a big thing that I've never, I've never seen that in any other, any other thing that I've done, you know, and, and just the encouragement, like, uh, from people when you, when you want to quit or, you know, cause there's been times, you know, there's been times that I just want to say F it and I'm not going to do this anymore or, or I'm not, you know what, I'm, I'm this old. I don't need to do that because I'm this old, you know? Uh, yeah. And there's, you know, people right there that'll, that, that are there to help you pick you up when yeah. you, you know, cause you, you're going to have those days, you know, if, if I had a dollar for every time I took that skipping rope and threw it against the wall, trying to get double unders, yeah, uh, you know, uh, I'd be a, I'd be pretty wealthy right now, <laughs> but you know what? And then, and then even too, you know, doing that, coming up really frustrated from the basement, uh, trying to do double unders and, uh, Linnell's there and we just talk it out, right? And yep. vice versa for her. Yeah. You know, when there's something we we figure it out. But that's that's been a big a big motivator. Um and and just how you feel. Like you know, uh the the competition everything sometimes we 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 don't smell the roses anymore. We we forget. We forget like I'm I'm 56 years old right now and you know, sometimes I forget of what this has given me besides going to competitions that like what it's given to me for, for my health, you know, and and stuff like that. And sometimes we forget that, that every little bit, every little bit helps. No, no, you're completely right about that. It's, it's the consistency that, you know, you've obviously put in over the years, which has got you, you know, fitter, stronger, healthier. Um, and, and I would say more well balanced than when you started. Um, with so do you, do you and Linnell train together quite a bit? We didn't touch on this yeah. with her, so I'm not gonna like compare notes or whatever. But do you guys train together much? No, we don't train together a lot. Uh, like holiday wads, yeah, we try to get together. Um, yeah. you know, now with with this whole COVID thing, uh, we try to do the workouts together Saturdays. Yeah. So you know, uh, we've never done a competition together. We've talked about it. <laughs> yeah. You know, uh, but there's never been anything that's come <laughs> up that that we go, yeah, that would. Yeah, that would fit us, and and let's do it. Yeah, you know. So, uh, so yeah, you know, it's funny. Um, <laughs> she's gonna kill me if I tell this story. So I don't know if tell I should it. tell it. Go for it. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, she's not here, so I can. Yeah. yeah. Um, my like Linnell. Linnell's more laid back, right? So, for sure. Yeah. yeah. So um, 
when I can, I can get wound up, I can get wound up, especially if I'm, if I'm trying to help somebody or if I'm, so, you know, there, there's been occasions where, you know, I'm trying to help her and she's had to, in, in mid workout or whatever, turn to me and tell me to settle down yeah, <laughs> and, you know, leave her alone. And yeah. so, you know, are and, those the exact words? No, no, those aren't the exact <laughs> words. I didn't, you know, you can't make me cause I promised, I promised I wouldn't say the exact words. Okay. <laughs> I know. <laughs> you know the story. Yeah. yeah. Well, I know the story and I know there was one. Oh, go ahead. Keep going. No, you go. No, oh. you go. Okay. No, there was one workout you were here for. I think it was a holiday workout. And um, one of one of the members here, Matt, was on the rower. And I can't, rem- I can't remember if it was like a group effort where we were chipping away at calories on the rower or something. And there was only like... 20 calories to go and you were standing beside him and you're like, come on, let's go. Don't slow down. And he went hard when he got on that rower for the first 10 calories, but he had 10 to go and he like hit a wall and he's barely moving. And you're just like in his face, like, come on, Matt, let's go. Let's go. Don't stop. Don't slow down. And you're just on him. And then he like picked it up a bit and like fell off the rower and you're like, good job. You pat him on the shoulder and walk away. And Matt's like, who the fuck was that guy? And why does it like, why isn't he leaving me alone? Like, what the hell? He's just like dying. And I'm like, yeah, that's, that's Ray's intensity and wants to see everyone succeed. Yeah. Yeah. And that, yeah, you know what? And that's, that's sometimes, uh, the thing is, is I, I get so, I get so wound up watching somebody else do it. And, and like, you know, I've always been a philosophy, like some people say, oh yeah, look at you or, or, or somebody else, look at how easy it is for them. But if I'm putting out 80% effort, and the person beside me is putting out eighty percent effort. No matter what's on the bar, you're 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 doing it. You yeah. know, and, and a lot of times people get wound up about what what the weight is, or or and that's sometimes what I hate about seeing uh, what an RX weight is or anything like that. It, it's if you're putting out the effort, you're putting out the effort, and yeah. you know um, sometimes people can get caught up or wound up with with the numbers on the, on the plates that are, that are being lifted or whatever. And that, that was one of the biggest things that I learned early and learned quickly and probably helped me accelerate, uh, is not to worry about what the other person's lifting, worry about what you're lifting and how yeah. you're lifting it. Yeah. You know, that's, that's one of the biggest thing is, is, you know, yeah, it's nice to be able to press or snatch, uh, whatever over your head, but if you're not doing it right, you're going to get to a point where that weight's going to pull you forward because you never learned how to pull it the way you should be pulling it. Yeah. And it's, uh, you either end up injured too, or you just end up hitting a plateau because if you're not willing to, to take a step back and maybe learn proper technique or deal with maybe some of the mobility issues that you have that aren't letting you get into the right position, then you just hit a wall and it gets more frustrating than anything. And that's, I'd say that's probably more personality type than anything. Yeah. Yeah. You know what? It's like, you'll, you'll very rarely see me PR, PR in a workout at the gym or in the gym. I save them for if I'm in comp- competitive or doing something because I know the risk to reward. The, yeah. the risk the risk of getting injured is way more than, you know, what it's going to benefit me to add two pounds to my snatch or five pounds to my to a snatch yeah. and make a PR. The, the risk I took to get that and get injured, and especially now, like I've noticed at my age, um, if I pull a hamstring, it's not a week. It's a month. It's, two months, maybe three months before I'm, I'm 100% back again. Yeah. So, you know, I really, really, really got to watch that, especially now. Uh, I, I watch that way more probably than I did. Yeah. Probably seven, six, seven years ago. 
but yeah, that's, I really think in my head about the risk to reward when I'm, when I'm training, I try to train between 80 to 85% of what my max, what I think my max is. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's awesome. I do the same thing in workouts, like effort level. I usually put out anywhere from 80 80 to 85% so that I can come in and train the next day. But if I try to like keep up with, you know, Allie or Ben or someone like the 20 year olds in the gym, like it's not going to happen and they recover way quicker than we do. Oh my God. So, you know what? And I got to say like, you know what? I hope Allie listens to this. I can remember when I first met Allie and, and the, the, uh, the adult that she is now. Um, wow. It just, the transformation is just unbelievable. And even just the person she is, she's such a nice person and, and just, yeah, like I can remember this and I'm going to say the skinny little kid, (laughs) the skinny rail coming into, uh, into uh, the gym at 6 a.m. Yeah. Yeah. Before and very not say much, like hardly say anything in that. And then to see her now and and the transformation is unbelievable. Yeah. It's quite a, it's quite an achievement for her. Yeah, it is very cool to see, like, and, and for anyone, like the, the amount of time and work and effort that you put in and, you know, she's a, she's a product of, of her environment and she's also like taking it upon herself to go and, you know, challenge herself even more and, and yeah, she's, she's pretty incredible. (laughs) Yeah, that's for sure. Yeah. Yeah. So I want to talk a little bit about, um, I guess your, your level of competitiveness. So, <laughs> cause you're a pretty, pretty competitive individual. So, um, what was it? Do you remember your first, first CrossFit competition? My first CrossFit competition was with, um, oh, I can't remember his name. He was, he was from, um, from your gym also. Uh, we did, we did, uh, we did the, um, CrossFit Oh. Ryan. Ryan. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Yes. Sorry, I'm getting older and people's names are <laughs> not that great for me. Dr. But Kettlebell, Ryan. yeah. Yes. Yes, Ryan. We did that. We did the uh, CrossFit. Uh, wow. That was probably seven years 2014. ago. 2014. 2014, yeah. Yep. Yeah. So that was that was my first CrossFit comp. First taste of uh, going into a CrossFit competition. And yeah. what did you think of it? I liked it. Uh, yeah. You know what? Um, it, it was very nerve-wracking because... Back then, there was a lot of things that I didn't think I could do, so that that makes uh, that makes your stress level go up when you know that there's probably uh, worth skills that you that you can't perform if if they uh, if they ask you to do that, and that yeah. and that did come up, you know, like definitely that part did come up. Um, but then there was other parts that you see, like that there was that parallel with your feet, mm-hmm. uh, you know, me and Linnell we're very good at that because we we've always been good at doing uh, our, our abs and stuff like that and being yeah. core strong. Yeah. Uh, so that was good. Uh, you know, we did really well in the thruster one because that was just bulwark and that, yeah. you know, I had no problem <laughs> just getting in there and, and doing bulwark. But, yeah. but yeah, you know, so it was, it was, uh, it was, it was a little daunting, but, but it was fun. Every, and everybody was great. Like there's so much support when you hear people screaming and yelling and, and stuff like that. It, it just spurs you on to, to do PRs. That's why most people probably go past their, their limits yeah. when, when they're in a competition. Yeah. Pressure's on. Exactly. But, uh, that's, yeah, I remember, I remember that. That was a long time ago, but, uh, 
with with going into competition, if you're doing like a, a swim meet or a 5K or whatever, you know exactly what you're getting into when you sign up for that meet. If you're going to swim a thousand meters in the pool, like they're not going to throw anything in there where you have to yeah. get out and do squats <laughs> and burpees on the deck and then go, you know, back yeah. in and swim another 200 meters or something. Like, you know, in a CrossFit comp, you go and sign up and you don't know what the the movements are going to be, you know, two months out or three months out when you sign up. Right. So... Yeah, what uh, have you gotten more comfortable with that as you've acquired more skills and more abilities in CrossFit? Oh, without a doubt. Um, you know, there's there's not there's not too many workouts that I would just go, oh my god, that's that's not going to be, you know, like I can't do that. Uh, that that's been pretty much my philosophy when I started competing more seriously is to is to make sure that I was well rounded. Don't have to be the best, but you have to be very good at everything. But no. you don't want to be a specialist at one thing, so and, yeah. you know that, and that's so you know my and my probably my big Achilles has always been my cardio, because um, again I love to train with weights. That's you know so I I will if there's a weight if there's a weight <laughs> treadmill, next to a bike I'm going, yeah. yeah I'm going over the yeah and I get to pick I'm going to pick the weights every time yeah um, so you know and then and then you take that in consideration in the last couple of years you know we've up we've up my cardio because I'm probably in the 98th percentile for strength for my age in, in CrossFit for competing. So, you know, it's always been, it's always been uh, the cardio part that's, that's held me back. Okay. So what, I guess, what are some of the things that you've done to sort of limit that as a weakness? So you just mentioned over the past few years, you've been trying to up that cardio game. What, what does that look like for you? Um, just, just, you know what, um, Getting on cardio more, like like the rower I love. I, you know what? Uh, you you have to look at what you don't like. I don't like the bike. No. I don't like the air bike. So I I spend more time. So on you it. bought one? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and and spend more time on it. Like, yeah. You know, um, that that's the thing is is I can suffer really hard on the rower. I have no problem going to a dark place, but I can't suffer on the bike. So you know, it, it's it's realizing that, and then and then pacing. Um, Chris McLean, who is a very good friend of mine, um, is is an, is really good at that. So he's taught me he's taught me a bit about about pacing, um, but still it, it's still with me uh, um, that I just don't like being on there. You know, um, there's there's some things you you get like you know if if it's lots of back squats, I will suffer on there and I in in that. But for whatever reason, however I'm programmed when I get on the bike, it's not something that I like to suffer on. Yeah. <laughs> I think I've, I've got a really good picture of you from one of the undefeated competitions of oh you sitting God. on that bike. Yeah. And yeah. it's like, it, it's, you just sitting there, like, it looks like you're just like a leisurely stroll, yeah. big smile on your face. And yeah. I think I posted that and questioned, questioned you on it. And you were like, we had a strategy. Yeah. <laughs> so. Yeah. Well, and that, that, see, and that, that was part of like, that's part of Chris's sort of thing is, is, and he'll, he'll still do it to me. Uh, if we're doing, if I'm doing something on the bike and I'm, I'm hurting, you'll know it because you'll look at my face and I'm not having, I'm not having a time and he'll come over and give me shit for, yeah. for my attitude on the bike. Right. Yeah. And, and just, and he, he's, he's totally right. You know, you change your, if you change your attitude a bit on it and that it can change, you know, it can change the, the dynamics of that, of that, uh, hell bike. Yeah. <laughs> I used to have a kickboxing coach that would say like, if you're in the ring and you're, you're, you know, taking some good hits like you should 
be smiling bigger rather than like yeah. showing. Yeah. And it's just like, you know, you, you got people looking at you, your opponents, like they're hitting you and you're just, you know, big, big smile and just starting yeah. to throw back. And yeah. yeah. And even, uh, too, like, like now I've been doing a lot of the air bike with no arms. Yeah. So just legs. And, uh, that's, that's sort of been helping me to, cause it's, it sort of seems like I, I get to a place where, uh, my legs start to hurt and then I don't, I don't want to be there. And yeah. so, so now I'm just sort of trying to get, um, I don't know if it's fast twitch, fast twitch or slow twitch muscles, whatever to develop more. So, so that I can, I can endure through that longer. Like I hate long, like anything over 20 minutes. I absolutely yeah. hate. I am wraps. I just absolutely hate. Yeah. Yeah. That'll be more slow twitch. The, yeah. the fast twitch is like the explosive, like, yeah. you know, bodybuilders would be good at that, like 10 second all out effort, but then yeah. like anything yeah. after that. Yeah. See, and I'm yeah. good at that. If yeah. you put me on a bike and, and ask me to, to go as hard as I can for 10 seconds, no problem. Yeah. I have no problem with that. It's, it's the longer, you know, even like I say, AMRAPs and more AMRAPs though. It's more that uh, I like to see the end of the light. Like I can really suffer if I know I got one more round. I can, I can just, you know what, I'll just grind through it and yeah. whatever. But if I, if I know, oh my God, I'm going to be doing this for 20 minutes and like this, this just around and around and around. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't like that. No. <laughs> Good to know. Um, so what, what has your, I guess, what has your training looked like for, uh, getting to where you have, like in the world, you've made it to the top 200 for how many years now? Three? Every year. I've never been out of the top 200. For how many years now? Uh, since the first time I ever... Did the Open? Did the Open, which was, I think, 2014 or 2015. Okay. Whenever whenever we started, whenever, you know, back then when we started, I think it was, well, it probably was 14. Okay. Yeah. Or 13. One of the two. Yeah. I've always been in the top 200. Okay. And then what is... So what's your best finish then? Uh, last year, 12th in the world. Okay. So two out, two yeah. out from going. Yeah. So, and that would have been a good year because this year there's not much going on. For well, the there Masters, won't be. Right? Yeah. yeah. Actually, so. uh, to be honest, I, I was invited there. I guess they're having this, uh, online masters competition and I've been invited. They've, they've invited all the top 20 of the world. Oh no. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. yeah that happened. Well, and it depends what happens here with the gyms, if I can get back in the gym or not. Um, yeah. but, uh, yeah, it's at the end of July. It'll be, it's all, uh, video. Yeah. Uh, video online uh, video competition, but you have to send in your videos for every for right. every uh, workout. So awesome! Yeah. So what what is it taken to keep climbing up the ranks from you know where, wherever it was in 2014 to like 12th last year? Uh, flexibility no. was a big is, has been a big factor. You if you can't move right, then no. you're inefficient. And yeah. you, you're, you're going to burn out. You, you, you have to be efficient, you know? Um, and I learned, and I just figured that out, uh, with watching people and, you know, if you can move very well, uh, you're burning way less energy than somebody struggling, uh, who's struggling, who can't <laughs> yeah. get over, you know, who, who can't put the bar over the head and, and do a, and do a well, good squat and just power being able to, you know, move your pow- the power that you need to move to make whatever object move, uh, if you're efficient in, in how you move, it's going to move harder and faster too. So that, that's been probably one of the biggest things that I've, I've worked on is my flexibility and being able to, uh, you know, um, squat really low or, or move, move way better than, uh, when I, than I possibly could when I was starting out. Well, even four years ago, uh, you know, um, Pascal, uh, 
two years, well, probably a year ago, we started, we almost did an experiment where he's put me in traction. Mm-hmm. And I, I put it on Instagram that you can see my spine is on in an x-ray and what it looked like at the first and what it should look like and what it looks like now. And it, it's a huge, there's a huge difference in, in, you know, how my spine and everything is. But that's also uh, in part with all the stretching I do. I stretch yeah. an hour a day every night, pretty much every night. Really? So still an hour a day? Still. In really? front of the TV? Yeah. Yep. Uh, well, I wouldn't say an hour anymore. Um, before, before it was even more than that because I had all my stuff at work, so I would stretch yeah. during the day at work too. Okay. Um, but, but now, probably now, uh, I've, I've laid off. Yeah, I'd probably say probably a half an hour good. I, I stretch probably for a half an hour before I work out. Yeah. Um, just to get ready. And yeah. then, yeah, people always see, like, like I, I could be at the gym 45 minutes before, before the workout just to start moving and start stretching. Yeah. 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 And some people, it's more of a challenge for them, right? Like, Linnell doesn't take her much to warm up and get ready to go for a workout. You, on the other hand, like... Yeah, I, yeah. I like to. I like to be warm and, and yeah. make sure I'm ready to go. Yeah. 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 Risk for injury is, you know, higher for someone that is, does carry a bit more tension. And, you know, if you need to warm up a little bit longer than yeah risk yeah especially with what it is like if we're going to do sprinting then i gotta really because i'll pull yeah. a hamstring like if i if i'm not if i'm not pliable yeah uh i will i will definitely if we're sprinting like 100 meters or whatever doing doing those sprints i'll uh or intervals or something like that I, yeah i'll i'll throw a hamstring for sure yeah yeah no it's uh yeah definitely important most people aren't willing to put in that that amount of work and effort into it why it's, Why you? But but it's so easy, like, and I don't understand that when people say that. Like, they'll sit for three hours in front of the TV. So so get a yoga mat, sit and move yeah. some furniture around, and watch TV from the floor. Yeah. Like I, I you know, I, if people tell me that, I so I'm sorry, but I I say well, you just don't know what you're doing. Like you you just don't want to do it. Not making it a priority. Well, not even a priority. You just you know what you you'd rather sit and cry that you can't put a bar over your head and squat to the floor. Then, then do something about it. And, yeah. and when you can easily do something about it by just, like I say, rolling out a yoga mat and a, one of those rollers yeah. in front of the TV, what you're doing anyways, instead of being on the couch, and do it from there. You yeah. know, uh, it, it's, it's not a, it's a no-brainer. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and that's, you know, and that's pretty much what I do. I, I'll just go and put a, mat, put a yoga mat. I got one upstairs and I got the stuff that I need in the in the same room, and so when I'm watching TV, I push the coffee table out of the way, and I I lay there and I stretch, yeah. and and it, I think it's important to have a routine of it. Like I I stretch like in front of the TV, I have a certain certain routine of stretching that I do. Okay. Um, if if I'm getting ready to do upper body, I have a certain regime of stretching that I do. If I'm getting ready to go. Sc- do squats or leg work or something like that. I got a certain regime of stretching that I do, and I always have that plan. And you mean so you have that now before going and doing your workout at home? You mean, or you're yep. doing that at the end of the day, sort of like I'm um, just relaxing, hanging out in front of the TV? Uh, well, I have that both. Okay. So, so before I work out, and not so much. You know what? Like. Could, because now, like with the the whole COVID thing, like you're training at home, so right, yeah, yeah. So at home right now, I I don't stretch as much for before I work out because I'm just not lifting the the capacity that I'm doing. I just don't need to do it, but I'm still, but I still stretch pretty yeah. much every night in front of the TV, uh, mostly. And then it's prioritized. Like like now, my hips are pretty pretty good. I can squat pretty good in that, but my shoulders are still pretty tight. So I so I 
more emphasis is on my shoulders and, and stretching there and, and just keeping them, keeping them moving. Yeah. 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 Okay. So how has that helped? Cause you competed in the world masters weightlifting championships last year in Montreal, right? That's correct. Yeah. So, you know, uh, if you wouldn't have put in all that time on like, obviously the technique and stuff like that for Olympic lifting, but if you wouldn't have put any of that time in on the, the mobility and the stretching aspects, like you would not have been able to hit any of those positions and even get to the point of qualifying to go there. Right. Not even close. So what was, what was it like going and competing there? And like, that's something that that's a huge accomplishment because it's not just the, the training you did to get good enough at weightlifting to make it there, but it's like all the hours, the thousands of hours of stretching <laughs> you did leaning, leading up to that. Yeah. It, you know what? It, it was, it was a great accomplishment. Um, you know, I, I, I went there for the experience. Um, I, my heart is CrossFit, you know, the weightlifting thing I met, I met, um, Quinn, uh, Nugent at, uh, just to, just to get some help in snatching and, and, you know, and we, we, we were together for a little bit and then all of a sudden he had this idea saying, you know, and this was about a year and a half before, uh, Montreal. Uh, he said, you know, that the world weightlifting championships are going to be in Montreal in 2019. We should, we should see if we can get you there. And I'm just, I didn't think much of it. Oh, okay. (laughs) Doing it anyways. So, uh, so yeah, we, we started, we started lifting more, more strictly for that. Um, it came in at a price though. I think, uh, like I was only training when I placed 12th for the worlds for CrossFit. Um, I was only training three days a week CrossFit and I was training three days a week for Oli because they were both coming up and I chose and I chose, uh, I, at one point, I had to make a choice of what, before both coming up, what, I'm, what am I going to do? You know, where, what's, what's going to be the priority here? And you know what? Uh, the opportunity to go represent your country at, in the Olympic Stadium in Montreal was going to be once-in-a-lifetime opportunity. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so I, I, chose, I chose to focus more on, on my Ole lifting. I knew, I knew I was not going to win. I, I knew that, you know, I was looking at the numbers, uh, of the, uh, some competitors from other countries and, but I knew that I would be very, I could w- represent our country well, um, which I PR or a PR, I, I scored three, three records, three Canadian records right now for, for my weight class for Canada. So, uh, with doing that, um, I, I have no, I have no regrets. It was, it was the greatest experience meeting some of the guys, uh, meeting, um, uh, coach Ma, he was the China, he was a Olympic medalist in for China, uh, and meeting him and being able to talk to him and actually becoming friends with him yeah. out there. Yeah. That's uh, awesome. one of the best compliments I was in the warm up room there warming up my snatch and actually, uh, he was, he was sitting there with his entourage. Like you, you knew he was somebody because he had about five or six people <laughs> following with him, right. When yeah. he was walking around, and actually, I got to compete against him. He was in the same weight class and the same age group. Nice. So he was sitting. He was sitting where they had some spectator seats there and watching. You know, and they had all the all our all us lifter. We were all lifting there in the in the warm up room or the yeah the warm up room uh, a couple of days before. And so he's watching and and 
before he left, he, he caught my eye, he got my eye attention, like we were, and he, he just gave me a big thumbs up, like, and then when I talked to the next day, he said, you move very well. He says, you move very nice. Yeah. 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 That's and awesome. That was, that was a big compliment, like, you know, to, to hear that from, from somebody like that. For sure. Yeah. Yeah. And he's, so he's been lifting for how many years? Uh, since he was six years old. Six years old. Yeah. And so he would have been like 55 at that time? Yeah. He was, he was 57. He's 57. Holy shit. That's pretty crazy. Yeah. And to watch him lift, like, like the, the amount of knowledge, like to spend, like like I spent one, uh, one seminar with him. Uh, and actually we talk, we still sort of talk back and forth on stuff and just his philosophies and and how to lift and, and stuff like that. It just fit me. There, there's different kinds of ways to lift. Yeah. Uh, the Chinese style sort of more fits how I want to lift and how I feel to lift. So, so that's sort of, and Quinn, Quinn Nugent, uh, my coach here, uh, he, he sort of lifts to that philosophy also. Mm-hmm. So it just, it just fit right uh, to do that. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. So, so you went, competed against some of the best in the world for, uh, for masters and weightlifting last year. And then, um, well, you know what, I I should tell you one story about, so, so I, like, I'm like, I'm a newbie, right? I don't know. I don't know nothing. So, (laughs) so we're at, I'm, I'm going into the back, uh, to get ready to lift in my weight class. And I'm, and I made a point. I was one of the first ones there, right? And they got about 12, uh, Warm up, warm up uh, platforms. So you know, so and there's tons of tons of bars, right? You know, every platform has a bunch of weights and yep. stuff like that. So, so I, I I get a platform. You know, I, I go, I find the platform I want. I got that platform I want. I start I start warming up, uh, stretching. Yeah. And then I go I go over to the corner to start stretching my uh, my my range of shoulders against the against the wall. And and so I'm doing that for about five minutes. And I come back and. I can't figure out all the bars are gone. Yeah. All, all the bar, like everybody's now li- there and all the bars that were in front of my platform are gone and I'm looking around, the other ones are gone and there's this one bar left and it's way at the far end and I'm going, what happened with all the bars? So yeah. I go get this bar and I put it down. I don't think nothing of it and we start warming up. I have never cut myself up so bad as with this weight. This weightlifting bar, the neural, was so sharp on it that I was literally bleeding <laughs> by the time I, it was my turn to go. And now, and then, you know, and then uh, Quinn couldn't make it, so Terry uh, Hadlow was uh, coaching me in the back, and I was going like, I can't, this fucking bar is <laughs> killing me. And, he, and, 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 uh, and he told me, yeah, you, you know, you should be, when you get here... You, that's what everybody, everybody's going. He says, in fact, I come the day before and he yeah. says, and I check out the bars to, to grab a bar that's not. So, so yeah, I went down there and, and got the, got what I should get, but I didn't realize I should get a bar and oh my God, like, yeah, I'll never make that mistake again. <laughs> you don't want the power lifting bar. So, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. If you ever go lifting, make yep. sure you get your bar first. Don't, don't wait till, don't wait till the last. So that's the, that's the priority to get the bar that you want. All right. <laughs> or bring a lot of tape to tape it up. Oh, I was, yeah. Like I was literally like we were taping my, my shins and it, like I was oh, literally man. bleeding. Like I, it, when I got to cleans, I could barely warm up because it was like my shit, my thighs were already just like graded. Oh, like, no. Oh, yeah. They were, yeah, it was, it was unreal. <laughs> All right. Everyone take note. If you're going to be going <laughs> to the world championships, get your bar first. <laughs> so. So now that the the focus has been back on CrossFit, and I know things have changed this year, um, you know, with with COVID and now competition, 
um, is only going to be for the, the elite level, I guess, CrossFitters. They knocked out the teams, uh, the teens, and then uh, and the masters as well. So um, you you finished. I don't know. Where'd you finish this year? Uh, 19th this 19th. year. 19th. And yeah. they were taken top 10? Top or? 10. Yeah. Yes. Okay. So what's what's the future looking like for you, Ray? You know what? <laughs> um, I, I don't know. Uh, you know, I that's one thing that people probably should realize. Um, I love to train competition. I, I don't mind it, but I it's not something I live for. I don't... Uh, if if you ask people that that see me train, a lot of times I train. I can train just as hard by myself or with other people. Uh, it, it I don't need people cheering me on to train hard. That that's you know it. That's not never been really something that it it helps. It, it feels good, but it's you know um, I just never I've just never needed that. So you know uh, how it looks now. I. I don't know, you know, um, it, you know, I, I keep on, I keep on going with Pascal and Chris down South to compete with them. And I keep competing with Chris, Chris McLean. And every time we finish a competition, I look at him and say, that's it. That's it. I'm done. I'm not doing any more. I'm just gonna, you know, and they just, now they're so used to me that they know, well, yeah, right. Whatever. Ray. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Whatever. You know, even, even Linnell rolls her eyes now, <laughs> but, uh, you know, I think more, I think more again, it comes back to now, uh, with myself, uh, looking at, looking at what this has done for me health wise. Um, and and if I compete or or if, if I get if I never if I never get to the grass in Wisconsin if I never step on the grass in Wisconsin I would never regret regret one moment of what I've done with CrossFit not one moment. Um, it, it would be a nice thing to do. It'd be a nice thing to have. It'd be a nice thing to be there and, and be able to celebrate uh, with the other guys that I know that that are. But but. It's not. It's not something that that keeps me awake at night. I'm. I'm not going to be on my deathbed, going. If I would have just done five more reps, I could have gone to Wisconsin. That yeah. will not be any of the regrets I'll I'll ever have with that. Um, you know, you do, you do the best you can. Uh, and I've never, I've never looked in the mirror and said you could have done better. No. You know, I, I've, I have no problem with whatever I've done. Uh, in a you know come the end of uh of the open or come the end of the master's qualifier and said you you could have done more i've never had like you know i didn't have last year was probably my my best time to go like was my biggest uh the best uh opportunity to go and i've never looked back on that and said why the hell did i pick weightlift or why the hell did i do that why didn't i yeah you know there there's never that uh and there never will be that um you know when I go to compete now, it's the, the friendship with, and the laughing with, you know, in those, in those moments with Chris and Pascal and, and the people I train with and, you know, and the guys that I, that I like to, like to train with, it, with anybody, you know, like, uh, yeah, you know, it, it's those, it's that thing that I, you know, I can remember our last, our last workout, you know, uh, in South Dakota, you were down there when yeah. we, or North Dakota, Dakota we were, games, Dakota yeah. games. And sitting there in the, you know, in our, in our, uh, that little change room there waiting to go, waiting to go out for our last workout and, and just, and just breathing it in, yeah you know, uh, just, just breathing in the nervousness of everybody around you and, and, and just, and just enjoying that, you know, and just 
knowing that, you know, there's probably not going to be a lot more times that I can go on and, and do and compete against guys that are half my age. Yeah. You know, that, that's, that's going to come to an end pretty soon, you know, and, and, uh, and, you know, in, in one way that's to me, that's, uh, going to be a shitty day, but in another way, uh, it's just how it is. It's how it is for everybody. Yeah. And, you know, uh, that's, that's one thing I think a lot of people got to, got to understand. Um, we were, we were talking about this, like we have a group, uh, a group that gets together at undefeated, um, with Dave Spur. Um, and that's one of the big things that everybody we talk about and, and say, like, you know, that, that's, I've said like you know, you guys, you're young, but you know, you don't want to, don't, don't focus so hard that, that you miss everything else that's, that's going by you understand what, what this is doing for you also, you know, it's setting you up for, for the rest of your life of how you're going to live. Like, you know, I, I hate, I hate seeing like, and I see it so many times. I see friends that were bodybuilders that when we were an unbelievable shape when we were young yeah. and I see them now and it's, it's sad. Like, you know, they're, they just didn't, they just didn't do anything. You know, yeah. they, they quit bodybuilding and the, they just didn't find another outlet. They just, you know, and, and, and I was almost at that point, you yeah. know, when, uh, when I was, I was starting to get to that point where I was just getting bored and probably would have quit in the next two or three years or something like that and just done whatever, nothing. And I'm so, I'm so grateful that I, that I found CrossFit and I, I found that, you know, I can do this for the rest of my life. In fact, you know, I'm probably what's going to happen is I'm going to pass away and somebody say, well, shit, I just seen him in the gym yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know, cause I don't, I don't plan on never, ever stopping this. Like it, it's, it's part of my life. It's, it's my no. DNA. No, for sure. So, so those of you bodybuilders that are ready to like quit and, and hang it up, definitely go and try CrossFit. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, I think that's, that's something that's really important that, that you had said, um, you know, enjoy the journey. And you, you had mentioned previously that you didn't enjoy the journey for the bodybuilding side of things when you're doing that more competitively. And now, you know, you're, you're looking around at competitions, you're enjoying the the time that you're spending with people and the community that, that you've kind of, you know, grown with over the years. And, you know, a lot of people from a lot of different gyms around the city build a lot of great relationships. And, um, yeah, I think that's something that, you can end up seeing these people probably doing this stuff for the rest of their lives. If, uh, you know, if they've been around for, for eight years, they're probably going to be a, around for another 28 years. Right. Well, well, yeah. And the thing is you don't have to be as competitive as I, I've, you know, and, and, and I didn't set out in this thing. Well, I'm going to be really competitive and, and yep. you know, it, it just, it just sort of morphed into that, you know, um, you know, when I, like, yeah, I, I didn't, like, you know, when I started, even after going to a cup of coffee, I didn't say, or even when watching the first CrossFit games and stuff like that, uh, for the masters, I, I didn't think, well, yeah, I'm going to be there. That's, that's my goal. That's all I'm doing here. Um, it, it, it just sort of came, it just sort of came in with, you know, with pushing it, like, you know, like, uh, I think everybody should push it, Yeah. you know, uh, but do you, you don't have to push it to what, you know, to where, to where you, you think you're going to black out or, or, you know, uh, something like that. I, you know, you, you just, it'll just come. I, I see so many people, you know, it's like double unders. I, sometimes it just frustrates the hell out of me. I, I watch people, they'll try to do 20 double unders. They'll try three times 
and then they get frustrated and walk away. Why don't yep. you try to do five? Why don't you try to do two? You know, uh, I don't know how many times I, I just did, and I still do it now, you know, uh, when I warm up, if you notice when I warm up and there's double unders, when I'm warming up, I don't use a rope. I just double under without, with my hands. And, and you know, I, I did that when I started to learn because I knew it was about timing. Mm-hmm. So, you know, um, and I, I just see that people, you know, they, they get two or they get two double unders and then they want to do 20, Yeah, <laughs> you know, get four, you know, and be happy with that. Yeah. It's good. You got to be able to do one to do 20, right? <laughs> well, yeah. You know, and, and then they get frustrated because they see somebody else knocking out double unders that did it at the same time. Well, yeah. you can't, you, you, again, you're measuring yourself against somebody else instead of measuring yourself against yourself. Yeah. You know, and, and enjoy, and that, and that's part of like enjoying the journey. Be, they'll come. Like if you keep, uh, whatever you want to do with whatever exercise we ever, we ever do in CrossFit, they'll come if you, if you just put in the time and take, and take the, and just take the initiative to, to know this might take a while, you know? Uh, Yeah. Yeah, it is, it is pretty varied. So it does take a while to get good at the movements. Um, And it's, it takes some patience. So to, to kind of wrap things up here, what do you think someone just starting out, whether it doesn't matter, we'll say like, yeah, it doesn't matter what age, what, uh, what would your suggestions be for someone to be, you know, successful in, in health, training, conditioning, CrossFit? Give it three months. If, if you're going to, if you're going to come and do CrossFit or if you're going to, um, do something, especially I found CrossFit, um, if you can give it two or three months, You'll, you'll get over that. I think that's the, the amount of time it takes for your central nervous systems to start to get to adapt to what we do. Uh, that, that's the biggest factor. I've, I've seen people come like uh, one person, he was a very good marathon runner. Uh, in fact, I think he, he won the marathon here in Winnipeg. I watched him come through the door and we had, it was a 400 meter run and then overhead squats. Watched him kill the first round, die, and die <laughs> yeah. by round two. And, and it's not that he didn't have the capacity. No. It's his central nervous system was not prepared for the squats, for, that, for the overhead yeah, squats. Yeah. And, and for that kind of a load, like, you know, to do something like that. So, yeah, I, I think, you know what? Um, another thing is, is you, if, if, uh, if you're trying to build a race car, you can't be putting diesel fuel in it. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, you, you got to eat, right? I, 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 you know, I, I think that's a big, big mistake people make is, is that they come and train so hard yet they don't put the fuel back in that they need to, they need to be doing that they need to put the, the right things in. So I, and it, it's not big changes at the start. Like if like, you know, uh, uh, I think, you know, from the, you, you just start to have to start making little, small, little, small, little, if you turn the angle, if you turn that angle of where you're, of where you're heading just one degree, by the time you've moved a year, yeah. that, that one degree has made a big difference of where you are. And I, and, and I think people just try to make um, two, and it's with double unders, with everything. They just try to change that so hard, so fast that they just can't, they just, they fail because, you know, within a week or two weeks, they just say, I, well, I can't do this. I, I can't do it like this. And you don't have to, and that's the big, that's the big secret is you don't have to do it like that. Just, just bring it back a bit and, and relax and just keep going, yep. you know, just be persistent. Yep. That, that's with whatever you're doing, whether it's running, tennis, swimming, this, just, just keep coming to the gym and 
you know, at least five, six times a day or five, six times a day and you'll get better. Yeah. Promise. Yeah. yeah. Five, six times a week. If you, you know, just come, just come in five, six times a week, whether you feel like it or not, you'll, you'll be happy you did after you leave. A lot of times it's our own, it's our own brain that, that, that screws us up. Right. I don't know how many times that, you know, I, I haven't wanted to walk through the doors to go train, but I feel so good after it. I went, wow, that was a good workout, you know, but it's getting to know that, yeah, you're, you're probably, your brain's going to give you a couple of roadblocks before you get there. Yeah. yeah. No, I can attest to that too, Ray. Yeah. Yeah. Well, anything else you want to add? No, you know what? Uh, just, just, you know what? It, it's been a, it's been a great ride with CrossFit. I would recommend CrossFit to every, to everybody and anybody uh, that, that is thinking of doing something. It's just, like I say, don't, don't look at what a lot of people are doing. You got to focus on yourself and, and that's who you should focus on. Not, not what other people are doing or, or that I, well, I joined the gym at the same time as this person. Look at what this person's doing. We're all different. So, yeah. yeah. And don't, don't watch the games expecting that that's what you're going to be doing in the gym all the time either. Well, and <laughs> you know what, uh, people have no, like I had the opportunity, uh, I was fortunate to be able to train with Tyson Takasaki and uh and watch what he did and how he did it and i can tell you that uh it's unbelievable uh what these these guys can do games level athletes yeah yeah, you if you have no like no like unless you've gone and trained with somebody like that you have no idea how hard these guys train and, and their dedication like like i i don't even have a a spigot on the wall compared to compared to what they how they they train like yeah. it's yeah it, it's humbling watching what they can do yeah so don't fall into the trap of feeling that you have to do exactly what you know games level athletes are doing or that's not what happens in regular classes at the gym and stuff like that well so, you shouldn't be doing that nope. like yeah <laughs> that's that shouldn't be that if it won't if last very long <laughs> if somebody's programming that in a gym oh my yeah. god yeah yeah so. <laughs> Awesome. Well, thank you so much, Ray, for, for coming down, sharing your story, your journey with us. And, uh, yeah, we'll have to do another follow-up down the road. Maybe, <laughs> maybe in another eight years when you're, you've you been go. to the games seven or eight times by then. <laughs> awesome. yeah, thanks a lot, Paul. This was fun. Okay. Thanks, Ray. Take yeah. care. Hopefully, hopefully you guys enjoyed this episode and hopefully it makes you a little bit better than yesterday. There were a lot of, I think, great tips for any, any age or ability level in there. So, you know, if you start working on some things just a little bit at a time, even if it's five minutes a day, it's, it ends up adding up after a week or a month or a year. So yeah, hopefully you enjoyed it and take care everyone. Thank you for making the time to listen to the better than yesterday podcast hosted by Stark strength and conditioning. If you liked our show, please head over to the iTunes store and give us a rating. If you have any questions or suggestions about topics you'd like to hear us cover or people you think should be on this show, please let us know so we can make it happen. Thanks again for listening, and we hope that this podcast makes you better than yesterday.